Good evening and welcome to tonight's show from DJN TV, Disc Jockey News TV. Tonight's show is brought to you by Electra Voice, DJ Event Planner, DJ Trivia, Odyssey Innovative Designs and Cases, NLFX Professional, Promo Only, and the DJ and TV Insiders. I think we're here. Good evening and welcome to Tuesday night. This is typically the time where, well, we'd be Tuesday night with Brian Red or earlier Tuesday night with Ben Stowe. Tonight, it is Tuesday night without either of them. Unfortunately, um, tonight, Brian's got some things that came up and such, and, and I've been on the phone all evening uh, talking to a lot of people about a lot of different things in the industry. So, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to uh, to to uh, let you guys know that Brian wouldn't be here tonight because what I was thinking about doing is uh, having a couple of you jump in tonight and we kind of share some ideas and some thoughts uh, and have a little fun tonight in kind of a more of a DJ hangout type of an atmosphere. So uh, thank you. Yeah, Robin, we are lo loyal followers. Thank you guys for uh, being being with tonight. Uh, Brian will be back next week. He had um, some family things that came up tonight. And of course, that is number one when it comes to, uh, to what we do. So when he uh, had that, it's like you take care of that and uh, he's covered for me numerous times so that is uh, that is great I'm glad he's able to do that and then we can uh, we can kind of chat and hang out and talk about a, a few things so uh, yeah, I got quite a few thank you for being with if you're watching this out on Facebook and, and hey wait, I could type this in and it's going to go to yes all seven spots so thank you guys for being with tonight um, a lot of a lot of things going on here today. Uh, the last couple of days, actually, here at uh, the Disc Jockey News and Disc Jockey News TV, I've been talking on the insider area about a little bit of some of the things that have have been coming up uh, and looking into 2020. We've talked about some of those things, and uh, geez, the phones have been literally ringing off the hook today. I did I did a little bit uh, a little bit of work at the the uh, auto shop today, but I wonder if they would have like a time of how much I've been on the phone today. It's probably been like like 40 minutes out of every hour at least. I've been on the phone talking to a lot of things. So a uh, speaker, that little alto speaker that you guys got to see. If you haven't seen the videos, there's a progression. Um, the first video this morning was, um, was, was showing kind of my outdoor ceremony or my outdoor wedding that I was doing under a tent. I ended up putting four different speakers around. Initially, I was going to do the alto and have uh, the two, the TS-308s, two of the tops are eight inch two-way and the alto sub. That was going to be my dance floor sound under the tent. And then I was going to have an RCF J8 near one of the buildings so it could be pulled in in the case of rain and then wireless to the bows. Turns out that one of the altos, I tripped the, kicked the stand, tripped, it took a header. I ended up taking it apart in the third video that launched today. So one was at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and noon. The noon video is where I took it apart, and I did, 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 and I did this pretty much live. Uh, the only thing I cut out was when I went to go get the uh, the cables and such to test it. But when I put power to it, I found out I didn't need to go any farther because it it was having this clicking thing going on. The Alto itself, uh, 
it looks fine. Everything looks good. Now that I put it back together and you again, watch the video and see what I mean by that. But it, uh, the board, something happened, a chip in the board must've uh, broken and I can't see what's wrong with it. it. Everything looks fine. So I could, my options are is to buy a new one or, and it's going to cost, I think $230. So that's the route I'm going is buying a new one. And then, you know, I could send it in to get repaired. Well, the cabinet's got a, a doink in the corner. You could see that from the thumbnail. And then the the board is shot, so they put a new amp in it, and then they, the cabinet, well, by that time, I've got a new speaker. So I think it's going to be, it's going to be, yeah, something that's just going to sit around and, until I either get tired of it. Somebody mentioned making it into a passive speaker. That's an interesting thought, but I don't know if I want to have a passive speaker. I want to get rid of them all. And we're doing a, a garage sale here to get rid of, because... Some of you follow my handyman channel. Some of you follow my sportsman channel. Well, we've got so much product that has come in over the last couple of uh, probably two years. And I really haven't had a major clearing out. I've done a marketplace thing here and a marketplace thing there. But there's a lot of smaller stuff. So, uh, uh, Shelton, thanks much. Uh, thanks much for the the uh, love there. I appreciate that. Um, there's there's uh, a lot of gear and such. So we're going to be having a garage sale over the 4th of July weekend. Woo. Um if, for those of you who've ever heard me talk about garage sales, I absolutely hate them because they're just that type of a thing. But we, this is kind of a necessary evil, so we have to uh, move that. So that's there's going to be you know different things. Yeah, paper, uh, that speaker is a paperweight. Uh, there's going to be some some drills and tools and you know, Bluetooth. So many Bluetooth items you can sh you can't shake a stick at. Yeah, yeah just uh, so much. But yeah, that's going to be um, going to be coming up here in our world. So. Um, so let's let's jump into into uh, looking at uh, what what's uh, some of the things coming up into uh, later in the year. Uh, tonight's show is going to be talking about a new gear, uh, and Brian has been talking in his videos. If you don't follow Brian Red's channel, go out to on YouTube. You can find Brian S. Red. Follow his his channel. He's got a couple of channels, but you'll see which ones is the DJ one. Follow him there. Follow him on Facebook. But Brian was was talking about uh, you know the the new tech that's out there and the way that there's some that has been really advantageous for DJs that uh, he's he's really liked and he's he uh, pointed out like the uh, the Maui Five Go and his table uh, the new uh, uh, event table from ADJ the Ape Labs lights and different things such as that in in Evolve Fifties uh, from Electro Voice. Brian, of course, uh, for those of you who do not know, Brian had a stroke a number of years ago, so he is very limited in what he can do. He's basically got one good arm, and that means that a lot of the things that he needs to be able to set up have to be functional for a person who has a handicap such as that. So he's been utilizing these things, and he's able to utilize them and perform at a high level because the, this gear can do uh, do events and do them at a high level. So that's what we're going to be uh, getting into a little bit from his side of it. And I'm sure that he'll be talking about that more and maybe we'll hit into it uh, at next week's show. But I wanted to kind of talk about from my side of it a little bit of some of the gear that has come out and some of it that's been a flop, some of it that's been been better than expected. And and should tell, talking about what I've been hearing about uh, about some of this stuff more than you know some of it I have experience from some not so much so uh, a couple of a couple of things uh, we'll hit and then this probably isn't going to be a, a super super long show tonight but uh, yeah just uh, thank you guys for being here so um, let's talk about one of the biggest flops and I this past week I think I saw five different people post about. Uh, that little, the little phase device, I think it's phase, isn't that what it's called? That little device you put on your, your turntable and you can 
play music with that or as far as it can read the movement of the deck and um, MJ did a neat little video the will it phase and they were putting he was showing clips of people putting the phase thing on bicycle wheels or they were you know whipping it around what have you well this past week I was seeing videos from people who are showing their phase devices that the battery the uh, rechargeable battery in there is now not lasting the length of a gig or it's now developed a little quirk where it's not being read properly by the software in these little devices it's not like both of them are having issues one of us having issues or the other and it just seemed odd that this particular in the last probably six to seven days that I've seen multiple posts in different uh, chat forums from different people. It's not like the same one. Uh, for those of you who follow Arnaldo, his is probably the most popular one out there right now that has talked about it. But there are there are some issues with the technology. And I think that might have been one of the reasons why it took so long for them to get to market. Now, unfortunately, they're kind of getting a black eye. Some people are using them and having a great experience with those. Uh, Superfly, who's I don't think Superfly is with us tonight. Is, has been using them, and I'd, I'd love to hear what Superfly, because he's he's out there two or three times a week, and I believe he's using those two or three times a week of what he's hearing. But So right now, for those of you who want you know, that phase, uh, phase device, uh, I, I'm, certainly the verdict is out, and it's not looking right now at this exact moment. It's going to phase out. Thanks, thanks, <laughs> thanks, Rez. <laughs> it's going to phase out. Um, yeah, yeah, that that it's probably going to get uh, it, it, it's not looking good now it might be that there's a software update But when you have battery issues where they're not lasting along that's not generally software while it could be a little bit It's most likely that there's some issues within the device and could be moisture. What have you? I don't know. But anyway, so phase is one of the things um, One of the hits that came out here so far in 2019 is the Mackie uh, the DRM series of speakers I'm a big fan of Electrovoice. Don't get me wrong. I love Electrovoice speakers. Mackie, I used to love the very first generation of 450s I had. I thought they were the cat's meow. They were the greatest thing. They were my first powered speakers. And as the, any of us who had those, those Italy-made versions, the very first ones, we loved them. Time changed, and they weren't as good in the second generation. And then they became da-da-da. And I haven't been a huge fan of Mackie uh, for a number of years. Then they came out with the DRM series, and they were really starting to push those at NAMM this year when they introduced those for the, really the first time. And then we got a pair here, or got a set here, and we used them at, at proms, and we used them at, we've done a couple of events with them. They have really come a long way. I mean, the sound quality, the sound pressure, the capabilities, the the functionality within these cabinets, these are these are legit upper end speakers for those who want to compare it to the ev they are going to be uh, compatible or a little bit stronger or a little more have a little more functionality than the ekx there's the etx they're probably just a hair under for volume and sound pressure of the etx they're very they're close they're between the two you know etx ekx and the drm is going to be right in here somewhere but they're a little bit cheaper than ekx so they, there's definitely a price point that they've hit with these things. And the functionality of these speakers is, is certainly something that, that DJs need to take into account because they, they are a legitimate piece of equipment that you could, you could definitely look at. The, some of the other Mackie cabinets, I probably wouldn't have been too quick to, to have you say, yeah, check them out. These, I definitely would have you checked out. The biggest downfall I feel with these Mackies is that they're heavy. They're big. Th those subs... Oh, heat index is expected 104 degree heat index for Saturday. Yay! Not DJing this weekend. Woo! Um, so they they they're huge. The subs are so big that I could put in the back of Michael's car because Michael bought himself a car for DJing. We could put four subs in just because they fit exactly right. We could put four of the EKX subs in the back of the car because those those Mackies are just a little bit bigger. 
not a huge amount, but they are bigger. A little taller, a little, little. We can only get two in there, no matter how we do. We have a lot of dead space, but meaning we can only get two in there. You can't get a third one in there. It's just, uh, it would be impossible. So the the DRM series of speakers from Mackie, definitely something to check out. I, I'm a huge fan of, of the EKX. That's, what, that's my go-to wedding uh, speaker. They have the horsepower for weddings. And they're a lot lighter than those than the Mackies. I mean, just I'm gonna be straight there. The Mackies weight-wise are pushing ETX weight. So, and as I, I'm not a big fan of, of heavy speakers. That's why I've been loving the Evolve 50s because they aren't that. Now, somebody might ask why I didn't use the Evolve 50s last week at that wedding under the tent. My Evolve 50s are white. Tent, mud, water, yeah, no, no. I would rather use plastic cabinets, which were the the uh Altos are plastic cabinet. The sub isn't, but the tops are plastic cabinet. The Bose was going to quick, and then the J8 was plastic cabinet. So anyway, just getting off, getting off there. Um, okay, so the next uh, piece of equipment I want to talk about uh, that's that has been big, and a lot of you are getting into is the whole uh, Showbase Bluetooth. Uh, getting into the Bluetooth lights and the Bluetooth Air. I saw a couple of posts uh, just today showing uh, the Bluetooth. Uh, these are the four bar, the Bluetooth four bar. Um, I don't know if you guys know, uh, American DJ, ADJ, uh, announced a version, not Bluetooth, but their version of, of a light tree that looks like the four bar, a uh, nice little, you know, tree doing about the same price point. So just doesn't have Bluetooth technology, but for those who are looking for that, uh, that quick, easy tree, um, ADJ also has a new one, but the four bar, uh, LTBT light tree, Bluetooth, let's call it, I don't know, whatever that particular little, little light tree is a neat little light tree. Um, I'm good. This one I've got mixed uh, mixed feelings on. Yes, I own three of them. I actually really like them, but I don't like the stand. I mean, again, for the price point of two hundred and ninety nine dollars or whatever they are, it's, I think that's what they were selling for from Guitar Center. Um, the The stand is kind of a flimsy thing. You put the the top of the tree on, and it kind of has this wobble. It kind of sits cockeyed until you hold it level, and then you tighten up the thumb screw, and then it, kind of, it sets in. But it's not something that you can put anything on. It's just the four can or the four little pars is it, and you can aim those, and you've got your nice color coverage. I love the Bluetooth technology. I've had those up on the stage as dance floor floods. I took some other ones and uh, some just some of the uh, the quad, uh, the just the floodlights. I put those behind me, had them all linked up with the Bluetooth app, and I could control them from my device. I absolutely loved that. I actually remembered how to program them, which was a big thing because uh, they. Uh, Rez, I'm going to get to the uh, Sennheiser stuff here in just a little bit. Um, I, I I really like the functionality. I just wish that the brackets on those lights would be just a little more a little more sturdy, and that the stand maybe would be just a little bit more. I don't know. I can live with the stand because once I get it holding it level and tightening it up, it stays. I'm okay with that. But the brackets, because the bag is a soft side bag, and it's a really flimsy soft side bag. It's basically like putting it into your your, your like an overnight or backpacked almost the lights those thin brackets can bend so what i've been doing is when i'm done with it i kind of loosen up those screws a little bit those thumb screws on the lights so then they can they can wiggle around and they're not going if they hit they're not going to bend they're going to just give a little bit so bt air loving that concept love that there's a few things with the the uh the four bar i've got the box right down here that's i'm sorry why i'm referring to it the four bar uh, ltbt I, there's some of it I love, some of it I don't, but 
overall, it would be something I would recommend looking at and purchasing if, you, if you're comfortable with Bluetooth technology controlling your lights. I'll be using that at pretty much most of my weddings this summer unless I have to run my larger light show. If I run my larger light show, I'm going to be uh, where I need to use moving head fixtures. Then I'm going to be bringing in my, um, my Zoom, um, my Z, American DJ Z4s. Uh, I don't remember what they are. It's been a while. But anyway, so I have eight of those and I do things with those. Uh, so that, that would be a mixed result. More hit than miss than not. Uh, moving on to the next piece. Uh, uh, Rez mentioned it. Uh, uh, the Sennheiser, the XSW, the, uh, the digital connection, which is from an XLR source to uh, the one I have is from an XLR source to another XLR source. It's a little, uh, I, I, I apologize, I didn't bring it in. I'm not even sure if it's in my truck. I think it's in my backpack. They're about the size of your thumb. And... They will, you know, go on to a regular microphone. So, like, if it would be if it would be here, it would be about you know stick out. It's about the 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 uh, uh, circumference of this, and it would go about yeah. And then that would get, allow me to use this microphone. Actually, I'm not sure if it would. I'm not. I think it has phantom power. I don't remember. But anyway, it would hook up to a microphone, and then it would allow me to to uh, run that microphone remotely so I could have it where that became a wireless microphone. So I could plug one side into the board and I could plug the other side in here. And by the way, that little piece is like $250, maybe somewhere in that ballpark. And then I would have a wireless microphone. Initially, what I was wanting to do is I wanted to buy the one that went from that microphone to uh, the the uh, eighth inch jack to go into my camera. So when we're doing trade shows, we could have one on the camera and the other, and then I could be, hey, I have one of the G4 series units, which is the bigger block, which I am actually doing some testing with that one because I'm trying to do that transmitter going into two receivers. And I had started setting it all up and such uh, yesterday, and then I realized I didn't have any more AA batteries, and then I went in the house, and then I got email, and then I got this. Anyway, so the, the um, XSW system, a nice little system, rechargeable system. You plug it into your, uh, it's a USB-C connection, uh, plug that in, charge them up, and you're good to go. It's supposed to have about five-hour runtime. At that wedding on Saturday, I used that from, I came out of the back of the Alto. Now, the negative thing with the back of the Alto is that you go into the Alto sub, and then it has the crossover, and then it sends either a full range or it sends the uh, low-frequency roll-off to the top. So I was kind of playing back and forth, and I think it's not really super clear if in is full range or if in is the roll-off. I'm not sure, and I couldn't tell the difference. But I was sending that signal then from the back of the, the uh, Alto top out to the Bose. And I was a good 120 feet away um, at a kind of a kitty corner angle there, going through a tent, so it wasn't a big thing. And then that did the sound. It ran for about four and a half hours. I was hoping to go for, for about five hours, but it got to the point where... It was starting to get dark, and there was humidity in the air, and I really didn't need that one going because the I had the other speaker, and people were kind of moving away from the area in which that speaker covered, so I just took it down and pulled it in. So it ran four and a half hours. The Bose, the S1 Pro, ran four and a half hours without a problem, and and I just uh, just didn't uh, didn't run it as long. I could have run it the whole time, but I, I didn't. I mean, I could have ran it, brought it in, turned it down, and then just see how many hours it was going to give me. Overall, I'm going to give this one a big thumbs up, though. I've really been happy about it. I'm kind of glad that the, the shipment got messed up and I got this one because I'm loving that I can hook it up and run a speaker 
and I don't have any latency, noticeable latency with it. I mean, distance will give me latency. So if I have that speaker back at me and I've got the, you know, the main speakers down and I have this coming back at me just because the sound has to come back so far, I'll hear latency that way. But if I have it where I'm equal distance from both the wireless speaker and the wired speaker, I can't tell a difference in the latency. There could be a little off, you know, whatever, but it's so close that I can't detect it with my ear. So um, I have only had cutouts with that. If I've gone in this in this building, I had it um, about middle of the building, and then it goes through a, I went outside, so I went through a metal wall. If you watch one of my videos, I'm out walking with that Bose speaker, and you really can't hear the audio, and it was kind of intentional because I didn't want to have YouTube slap me and spank me with that. But I walked out and I got to about 150 feet and then all of a sudden it cut out. <laughs> You'll actually see as I'm going along, I'm at about 125 feet, give or, give, give, give or take. And all of a sudden the, the audio starts going out and it's like, uh-oh, oh wait, that's the end of a song and the next song starting. So yeah, I think you could have two of those and I believe that you can get those and they're going to be on slightly different frequencies. And you could really, literally run those two, two um, from your board to two, two, two different speakers and because uh, they pair up and they sync up, so you can run them to two different speakers. So you could have your your here, and then you run your wireless over there, and yeah, you'd have sound where you need it, and there's no wires whatsoever. Uh, uh, Chris, there, I think you're exactly you're right on, and uh, I'm going to be uh, looking at making a a complete wireless sound system for ceremony uh, going this route. And I'm not going to do it like like some where you know they've really put a lot of you know the they custom fit everything because a lot of the things I do are semi-modular because sometimes I'm doing this type of event and I need a couple of pieces and sometimes I need this. I'm just going to have it where I have the pieces and I can put them together and then I can take the wires and wrap them all over and lay them on top of things and you know over people. Yeah, just because Jimmy enjoys how I manage my wires so much, I want to make sure I make them look as absolutely horrible as possible. Then, and only then, will we be happy with cord management so anyway so that's that's another uh the the um Sennheiser is definitely a hit and the g4 system by the way that i have with the others that i'm using for trade shows absolutely love that because i can go and i can walk i can walk halfway down a busy trade show talking and there's all people using all sorts of electronics and and their phones and doing this and that and the other thing and it sounds absolutely fabulous it um uh, it works well. I can be way out of sight talking to our camera person. It's like, okay, I'm going to come around the corner now in about three seconds. I'll be coming in and make sure I'm at uh, three, two. And then, yeah, they, they, they zoomed way out and then came in and got this weird shots. So we played with that a little bit. So it's pretty, pretty cool. So yeah, Robin had the link up on top there for that uh, Sennheiser piece. So make sure you jump out and grab that. Um, okay. Continuing, continuing on. Um, there was another piece of gear I wanted to talk about. We talked about the Bluetooth. We talked about, oh, um, so so some of you have been seeing uh, inexpensive microphones that have, and I've, I've one of the videos I did was on a, a Phoenix, I think it was Phoenix mic, uh, but it's basically uh, some of these Chinese direct companies were really trying to push some wireless microphones this spring. And I have tested, I think, four of them now. You've seen one video. There is a lot of gear that comes through this office that you guys do not get to see. Some of it's Bluetooth things. Some of it's, it's in this case, wireless microphone. Um, one of those four, the one you saw was the Phoenix. It was a four channel. It was like something 5,000. I don't remember what it is. Um, wasn't a bad. The sound of the microphone, I, sh I should have done a better video. I compared it to an SM58. I should have done a better speaker uh, system and recording so you guys could hear better. What you end up picking up is that the SM58 and that sounded about the same, which for that application, it, 
it should, could have sounded better. So you'd have been able to say, oh yeah, they both sound equally good, as opposed to this time they were like, both sound equally eh. Anyway, um, that one's not a bad system. Now, I've, the other ones, uh, one of the Chinese uh, one, ones that were sent out were in the frequency range that is now uh, T-Mobile's. So when it got here, all you were hearing was there was no way to really tune it in because we have a tower somewhere close enough. I didn't think we had a tower close enough. It, it, we literally couldn't pull. And that's the only thing I could come up with is that it's in that range that uh, Ben has talked about. So don't go make sure you're watching what you're if you're buying something off Amazon, make sure you're watching or get it from a reputable dealer like Ben who will sell you what you need. Because even some frequency bands are better here in Minnesota than they are in California than they are in Texas and that kind of a thing. So you want to make sure of that the other two really sucked so bad. Going back to the VHF days, the old VHF where we had that little thing, or actually going back even a step farther, when we had the very first Radio Shack, my first wireless microphone was a Radio Shack FM microphone. These were about that quality. It's like, really, somebody's making a mic this bad? And they were in UHF bandwidth. They were just so poor in their, their reception and different things. So the moral of my story here is, there's a lot of cheap gear out on Amazon. Some things you can you can buy and they're not too bad. I mean, I've gotten some I've got some Chinese lights. Some of you know about those Chinese lights that we talked about, moving head fixtures, and they've been fine uh, for what I needed them for. They're not the the ones that I would use when I needed to have something that's more critical, but they've worked fine. A lot of the things um, that are out there, it's it's disposable gear. You use it, and if it gets you through a gig, you count, you've you now, in essence, made your money with it. If I get two gigs out of it, wow. If I don't, if I throw it away because it, it crapped out, so be it. Um, one of the microphones, actually, as, as you know, with a wireless microphone, you have to unscrew it and uh, put batteries in. One of them, it literally wouldn't, it was like, it was like jammed. So I and beep, snapped it. So... Make sure it, when you do have any gear come in, even even a higher end rate, you got to take the stuff, make sure you test it and use it multiple days in advance if you possibly can to make sure that it's going to work. So, yeah, I guess uh, that was FM mics. Those were, those were something back then. And, of course, when we had that very first one, we thought that was the coolest thing. Yeah, research. Oh, yeah, the Radio Shack things. And then, of course, I got into the Audio-Technica and the Shure stuff, and I thought when I got my first VHF Shure, I thought I had the, the world's greatest microphone, and I was so proud of it because I sounded so great when it, and I was behind my system, and I, I remember the first wedding that it, it occurred to me, again, we're talking, we're talking very early 90s, like, like 89, 90. It occurred to me that, wow, my wireless microphone at this time was the Radio, the Radio Shack FM. I sound okay here. I can hand them at the head table this microphone and they can do the toast from over there. Because prior to this, they would either do the toast without amplification at events or it was a wired microphone that was into the venue, you know, the old the old thing that oompa-pa bands would use up in the ceiling kind of a thing. So this was like, I'm the, I'm going to be the coolest guy handing them this, this FM microphone. And of course it cuts out and it drops and it does this and making weird little, little noises and gone so yeah that's that was not uh, that was not fun um a couple of a couple of other things i want to i want to put on your radar and this is going to be coming from the uh the hardware show one one cart um i actually the video went live i think today and i don't remember which channel it went live on 
But there's a company called uh, DeBest, D-B-E-S-T uh, products. And you can go out and check, do search for no space, D-B-E-S-T. What this guy is, is he was on Shark Tank and he has these little carts. Then he's got a variety of different carts. Some are little two-wheel carts where you can put your things in when you're shopping and roll them around. And there's others that are doing this and doing that. The one I want you to take a look at when you get a chance is go out to their website and there's a, a stair climbing cart, which we've seen these before where they've got they've got the three wheels, one, two, three wheels, and they kind of go up the stairs. What's neat about this one is that there's four sets of those wheels on it. So it's a four wheel stair climbing cart. Now this isn't going to be great for every application, but I was looking at that today uh, as I was putting that together, because when I'm shooting these things, sometimes, you know, you, you're shooting, you're, you're paying attention and you're not really seeing what's there. You're seeing, you're, you're just worried about keeping it in the frame. As I was looking at this today, it's like, gosh, that's a really cool cart. And there, if you watch, if you find the video, and I, again, I'm sorry, I don't remember if I put it on Sportsman or or, or the other. So, um, yeah, you can go on, you can check that one, check that out. Because um, that that cart is, I think, something that in the DJ industry, they had a couple of them there that could be really, really quite neat. And then tomorrow, I think I'm going to get another one called a carry cart. K, I think it's K-E-R-R-Y, and then K-A-R-T. Carry carts, another one that actually is more intriguing because not only will this be a flatbed cart, but it's also a ladder. It converts into a ladder. So it's like a two-wheeler. It converts into a flatbed truck or flatbed cart that can handle like 600 pounds. And then it becomes this, this three-step ladder. So for times when you're setting up a light show and you need to be able to climb up a little bit, oh my gosh, when I saw that uh, that piece, it's like, this is awesome. And, uh, and we'll be getting in, getting into that. So anyway, so that's just a, a, a few pieces of gear, um, coming up later this year. Well, you probably have heard about the new Mark, um, the mixer MJ did some video on that. Um, good deal with that. Um, MJ, MJ did some video on the new, new Mark mixer. There's going to be a couple more controllers coming out here in 2019 that we're going to have, uh, <laughs> Oh, that's quite a right, uh, quite a right, Bill. Um, we're gonna, I'm gonna put that link in the description so we can open up the chat. Uh, you guys can do a hangout tonight here. Did um, uh, you for channel? But uh, there's gonna be a couple new controllers coming out from some of the big name uh, companies that we're going to see. I don't think we're gonna. See, we might see one. Uh, a Pioneer might have something for DJ Expo. I don't think Denon's going to have anything for DJ Expo. They might. I think Denon's um, going to really the still focusing on the prime because they came out that new mark uh, the new one from Newmark is really taking a lot of their resources but later this year you're going to see something between now and the end of the year from denon and i think a lot of us are going to be like oh my gosh this is a kind of like when we had the dj to go to and we were so excited because that became a a viable backup that you could put in your backpack well, Denon's coming out not with something that small, but they're coming out with a controller that's going to fit in to our our uh, different types of shows we do very very well. So I'm kind of kind of excited about that. Um, and you guys can uh, you'll find out more information about that as we go forward. But the folks over at Denon have uh, have just been crazy uh, with with a bunch of things there, uh, getting things getting ready for the summer as they're going through and. A lot of you may um, might be familiar with Sweetwater Music. Sweetwater Music just had a huge event this past week. They have a, a basically a dealer day on their campus down in Indiana there, and they had thousands upon thousands of people come to this event. It's it's become probably music wise one of the biggest events out there 
uh, and this is this happens at their campus. They're a huge company. I didn't realize how big Sweetwater Music was until we start looking at this event. Just crazy. Um, uh, Brian Brian is uh, is out tonight with a family. Um, uh, he's doing some things with family tonight, so uh, he won't be on the show. You heard the doorbell. Uh, no, that wasn't Brian. That was uh, uh, someone else popping in here and such. Because I put the link in the insider area because we're going to uh, we're going to do. I'm going to drop it here for you guys. I'm going to put the link actually everywhere. I could put the link everywhere at once. Woo! Join in here for Hangout because I'm going to wrap the uh, video, the show up tonight um, here in a second. And then um, you guys can uh, jump in and have a little time to chat and hang out and uh, talk shop here once we uh, shut the video off. So thank you guys for being with. Uh, we'll be back again next week. Uh, tomorrow night, actually, MJ is going to be live uh, doing a music and mixing show here on DJN TV. So you guys can join him. I think he's at 9 o'clock Eastern tomorrow night, but you guys can find that uh, video player. And uh, that'll be Wednesday. And then, uh, yeah, this weekend, I've, I've got some videos I want to shoot. It's going to be 105 degrees on Saturday. So, yay, looking forward to that heat index. So it's only going to be like 97, I think, temperature-wise. But it's going to be a, a warm weekend, and we're going to try to get a few more videos out because I've got a couple of things here you guys need to check out. So once again, thanks for watching. Uh, the Hangout link, join me there, and we'll see you in a bit. Bye-bye.